Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information kfi am 640 you're listening to the john and ken show on demand on the iheart radio app we're on live from one to four on the radio every afternoon after four o'clock the podcast john and ken on demand that you can get on the iheart app and one of the things you may have missed was our interview with the latest candidate for la county da against george gascona it is jonathan hatami and he's the deputy DA, and we just talked with uh, Jonathan Hatami about a half hour ago. You want to hear this, all right? Because Gascon will be replaced. And he's an excellent choice. Yes. JonathanHatami.com is how you find out more about his campaign. His big kickoff event is today. So we're glad there's at least two people running next year to challenge Gascon. And Jonathan Hatami is an excellent candidate. Uh, a lot of passion and knowledge. Uh, for the third time, and we've talked about this, uh, certainly the first time it got stuffed, a bill in Sacramento to go after dealers of fentanyl. They advertise on social media, usually young people. Here you go. You want some Oxycontin? You want some Xanax? And sometimes the pills that are sent to the buyer are laced with fentanyl. And sometimes they kill people. And one of them was a young woman, 20 years old, named Alexandra Capaluto. Her father, Matt, after her death, has been pushing hard for more punishments for these dealers of this deadly fentanyl in Sacramento. And for the third time, a bill died. The first bill was pushed by State Senator Melissa Melendez. And of course, it's been called Alexandra, Alexandra's Law, named after her. Uh, The latest round, this time, 
a Democratic state senator by the name of Tom Umberg was pushing the bill to the state Senate Public Safety Committee. And again, it has died. No one can believe this. And apparently even DAs in Riverside and Orange County and San Francisco use this type of prosecution. The idea is if you deal these type of pills and someone dies from ingesting them, first time you get a warning. Next time we can come after you with homicide charges. They just won't accept this in Sacramento. The Democrats that roll and run the state Senate and the Public Safety Committee. Let's bring Matt Brack on the show. I'm sure he's very frustrated by all this and get more detail. Hi, thank, thanks for having me. Matt, oh, what happened? Uh, news reports say there were 41, 41 authors and co-authors, Democrats and Republicans, behind this bill. How did it not yeah. pass? Uh, you know, it, it's beyond me at this point. We had more than half of our entire state legislature uh, wanted to weigh in on this bill. And uh, we just have this so-called public safety committee that has killed this bill uh, once again. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm still trying to process everything where I think we're all kind of in shock and awe at this point that something that just makes such common sense to everybody uh, keeps getting killed by this committee. Yeah, some of the things I'm reading from them is that, well, these dealers don't necessarily know that they're dealing drugs with deadly fentanyl in them. I mean, how can you blame them? Well, that's exactly what we address. So that is what we tell them. If they are convicted of selling drugs, uh, in this case specifically fentanyl, they will get a warning letting them know that this drug can cause death and they need to stop. If they don't and someone dies as a result of their continued action, it's only then that, that prosecutors have the option to charge them with murder. So this, I want to I make this point. We're at this point, I, I don't want somebody to be charged with murder. If somebody's being charged with murder, that means somebody has died on the other end of that transaction. We want them to be dissuaded. We want them to stop. And this would be a, a step that just might do that. And if they don't stop, then that person does need to go behind bars or they kill someone else. Uh, talking logic to these people sometimes is a waste of time because they don't want anybody new going into prison. And so it doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter how you try to satisfy their objections. They'll come up with 10 more because the purpose is not floating these objections. The purpose is to keep people out of prison. That, that's exactly right. I mean, we went back to the drawing board on this. Um, we got uh, uh, people on both sides of the aisle to support it. We went with uh, uh, Senator Tom Umberg, uh, a Democrat versus last time around a, a Republican. Some of the concerns that the committee initially had was that it was too broad. So their, their first amendment that they wanted us uh, to make, which we conceded on, was we narrowed the bill down to just fentanyl. They want, originally it, it, it covered a broader range of drugs, uh, which many of us would, would support, but they wanted this just to uh, only be uh, fentanyl. So we narrowed it down to just fentanyl. Once we satisfied them with that uh, and conceded on that, they came up with another admonishment yeah. that they wanted. And, and they, they wanted and this will go yeah. on infinitely uh, until yeah. there's no bill left and you're not prosecuting anybody. Then I might pass it. In fact, send them a bill that says no one will be ever prosecuted for a drug crime. And you'll see that'll sail through real fast through that committee. Correct. The final amendment that was kind of the, uh, the straw that broke the camel's back was they wanted us to 
um, to make it where you had to prove that the user was not seeking fentanyl. How do you prove that when the user's dead? Oh, that see, they they were going to. It was dead on arrival. They just go through the theatrics here. Now, what was the vote in the committee? Uh, it, it was uh, th- uh, similar to years past. We had uh, one in support, and I want to give uh, uh, certainly credit to Senator Rosalicia Choa Bogue, who sits on that committee and has been the one sole supporter all the way along. Uh, but the four others uh, actually abstained from voting. They simply didn't vote. So if you can't get three people to vote yes on it, the bill goes down. Uh, um, I would like to touch on they some of the abstain. reasons. They abstain. They abstain. Because they yeah. don't want it on their record. They know it's a horrible thing to have on your record, voting no on a bill like this. Correct. Can, can I tell one a few of the reasons why uh, they did not support the bill? Uh, Senator Bradford straight up said, this bill will make it easier to prosecute someone for murder. That's exactly the yes. point, because right yes. now it's, virtually it, impo- uh, it's virtually impossible to hold a drug dealer accountable. Uh, so he straight up said it. Um, Senator uh, 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 Weiner stated he kept coming up with these hypotheticals. What if a college student is at a party and hands what he believes is Percocet to a friend and that friend dies? He doesn't think the warning should be given in that circumstance. What, what better- but, the, but the warning is not incarceration. It's a warning. No, Correct. you know what? Wiener is maybe the most evil senator in the legislature. He is about completely destabilizing our society. He has more crazy, insane views than anybody else going right now in California. And that's saying something. He's a lost cause. He should be nowhere near a public safety committee. He's Matt, you've got to be terribly frustrated uh, by all this. I, I, you, you worked for a long time at this, and uh, it looked like you were going to get there with the Democrats on board, but uh, this is hard to believe. We'll keep pushing, and I, I believe we eventually will. I think what we're starting to see in our state legislature is that uh, most of the um, moderates uh, on both sides see just how damning this uh, committee is. Except um, historically, the moderates never get on that committee. Historically, they put the farthest left woke progressive nut jobs, and they're they're overloaded on that committee. It's been like that for decades. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I think uh, this is obviously taking more time than any of us would would ever want because it just means more death and more death. But I think we will get there, and you know, I, I'm not giving up. Myself and and all my parents that have been so supportive of this, fellow bereaved parents, we're going to keep pushing. I'm not trying to help the dealers, but. If your bill were to pass, they'd have two choices. Stop selling the drugs in case there's fentanyl in there and it kills somebody or find a way to screen the drugs. It's supposed to be Oxycontin or whatever it is so that it doesn't contain any fentanyl. Are they able to do something like that? Certainly. I mean, I I prefer to go along with your your first choice. Stop selling the drugs. Uh, But they can, um, you know, (laughs) it would be a good direction to to go back to plant-based drugs point but unfortunately we're in this new era of synthetic drugs and if we don't get a grip on it we're i mean it's it's not like we're going to be in a world of hurt we already are all right matt thank you so much for talking to us again and our condolences over your daughter and uh, our sympathies over the this bill not making it again thanks and, and just so you know the bill's up for reconsideration i know senator umberg's still going to be plugging away and i'm hoping he has some uh, tricks up his sleeves and that uh, that may still make this pass. All right, thank you. That's Matt Capilouto, and Alexandra's law is what he's trying to get passed in Sacramento. His daughter.
died from an overdose. She thought she was getting uh, your standard opioid, but it was fentanyl in the pills, and uh, she died. So he's been pushing for Alexandra's Law, which will punish those who sell these type of drugs, first with a warning, then the next time somebody dies, you could be charged with homicide. And I want to mention this Stephen Bradford, the state senator, who uh, abstained from voting on the he's committee. He's from Gardena. Uh, yeah, here's his... Uh, the communities he represents, uh, there may be people in uh, our audience. He represents uh, Venice and Westchester, Marina del Rey, El Segundo del Rey, Hawthorne, Inglewood, Lawndale. This is your guy, your state senator. You probably don't even know it. And uh, this jackhole does not want to prosecute drug dealers who murder teenagers by selling them drugs laced with fentanyl. And again, the first time they'd get a warning. You get the, I did no excuse, once. And then after that, you should get put in prison. But Stephen Bradford doesn't care if your kid dies. He doesn't no, and care. It, and his quote in the story doesn't even make sense. We've seen this movie before. In the 80s and 90s, it was mass incarceration. Thousands of black and brown people doing life in prison for selling an ounce of cocaine where no one lost their lives. That's not what this bill is. This is about people losing their lives. I know they they, they speak it's a whole different track because they don't have an argument. They don't have a real coherent, rational argument to block this. So they make stuff up. They just make noise. They go bah, 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 to confuse everybody. That's what they do. They, he's Stephen Bradford isn't that stupid. It's a stupid vote, but he's not stupid. He knows that what you do in the modern world is just make up some nonsense because everyone's going to publish your nonsense and then people will be confused. It's like, well, you know, I really don't want mass incarceration. Oh, shut up. You just uh, want to protect a guy who kills your teenage son and daughter. That's got, what Bradford's protecting. That guy. All right. You got more coming up and soon. John and Ken KFI AM 640 live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. Keep voting for him. You're listening to John and Ken on demand from KFI AM 640. We got the exciting moist line coming back in just a couple of days. You can leave a message using the iHeartRadio app, or of course, you can call the toll free number 1 877 Moist 86, 1 877 664 7886. I can't think of a better story to juxtapose with our last guest. Juxtapose? I can't pronounce it. Juxtapose. Yeah. Juxtapose. Our last guest, Matt Capilouto, whose daughter Alexandra died from a fentanyl overdose because she thought she was buying a painkiller, and instead she got a pill with too much fentanyl and she died. And he has a bill in Sacramento to try to punish the dealers of deadly pills like that. You get a warning, and then the next time they can charge you with homicide. Well, the story that goes with this is what they are working on in Sacramento, and it's a story we've talked about quite a bit over the last several months. It has an update, and it's good old reparations. Ah. And the state committee that is studying reparations, it's a task force, has now upped its amount to $800 billion. The last time they issued a report, they were estimating the reparations that would have to be paid out at $640 billion. The reason is they suggest they should err on the side of generosity. $800 billion billion dollars this is too absurd uh, to even take seriously <laughs> california's annual budget is 300 billion right we're so, already going to be in a deficit <laughs> is this just virtue signaling and for well, show yes it's got to be well they're not well they're not going to get this they're not going to get a tiny fraction of this 
it, 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 it's it's impossible. This is this is a joke. This is Newsom's commission. That's why I want to see Newsom run for president. He 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 created a commission that wants eight hundred billion dollars in reparations to heavily tax forty million people who had nothing to do with slavery. Nobody had anything to do with slavery who's alive today in California. California wasn't even a slave state. They actually put in a new idea. Uh, oh, no, they didn't. But there was a recommendation of a million dollars per older black resident for health disparities that shortened their average lifespan. But they thought of everything, didn't they? I, uh, I, I well, it, uh, but why not make it a trillion? Why'd they stop at 800 billion? Why not make it two trillion? Why not make it every dollar that's in the annual GDP? Every dollar created goes to uh, reparations in California. There's only two legislators who are on the task force. One of them is Assemblymember Reggie Jones-Sawyer, who apparently spoke very carefully. We need to consult budget analysts, other legislators, and governor's office before deciding yeah. whether the scale of payments is feasible. Well, that, well, the answer is it's not. That joker... Uh, Reggie Jones Sawyer is always is always pushing all kinds of nutty bills, especially when it has to do with criminals. So he doesn't get to talk carefully. Why don't you tell the truth? If you think it's nuts, say it's nuts. If you think this is a great idea, go ahead, stand up for it. Tell us why we got to pour eight hundred billion dollars of tax money into reparations when nobody in California is connected to this slavery issue. Nobody, nobody's responsible here. The story hell? says it's about $223,000 per eligible resident who lived in California between 1933 to 1977. I don't know where they came up with that. Uh, the aggregate is considered a maximum and assumes all two and a half million people who identify as black in California would be eligible. This is better than the San Francisco idea, though, that wants to pay people $5 million, was it? Something like that yeah. each? No, this, this is... This has become the uh, like the. But I don't care about the San Francisco idea because that's not on me. Yeah, this this is your governor. Every one of you that voted for Newsom, this is what he created. Now notice he's hiding. I don't see him commenting in these stories. Do you? He's not. He has not had much to say about the reparations thing. I don't think reporters should try to uh, uh, corner him and ask him. I'm sure Governor Wokehead was very proud of creating this commission. Right? I'm sure he's got all kinds of high-minded progressive rhetoric to lay on us about why this commission is so important go ahead go ahead explain why we got to pay 800 billion dollars 800 billion let's take them seriously let's take them literally they really want us to spend eight and eight hundred billion dollars two and a half times our annual state budget now he signed the bill that started this task force back in 2020 so he he got this thing going so I think reporters should ask him, oh, how are we going to pay for this? Is this real? I, and how many years out before something like this happens? I got one for you. Who did we just mention? The state senator who doesn't want to put away the fentanyl pushers who kill teenage boys and girls? Stephen Bradford. Bradford. What yeah. do you know? He's on the task force. Oh, he must be the other legislator along yeah. with Reggie Jones-Sawyer. Yeah, look at this. He's on the task force, too. So he wants fentanyl pushers to kill your children, and he wants us to pay $800 billion for reparations. That's that, perfect. So he yeah. doesn't care about drug dealers killing your kid, but, you know, he wants to hand out $800 billion. What, what are people doing electing lunatics like this? Really, seriously, do they even know? 
Do you even know when you when you go and vote in November? Do you walk in there? Do you know anything about the lunatics that are on the ballot? Probably not. Probably no one knows anything anymore. So the thing you need to know about this, the task force has no power. They're not going to be able to uh, compel the state to pay out this money. The legislature and the governor is going to have to do that. But at some point, they're going to finish here, hand in their final report. And you can bet that uh, the media and the activists will be all over the legislature to say, well, what gives? Yeah. What are we giving out here? Yeah, do you think that'll any, be fun to follow? Any of these uh, these these uh, idiot, woke, progressive journalists at the El Segundo Communist Times, are, you think they're going to question Newsom about this nonsense? He's responsible for this. Have they written an editorial yet supporting these kinds of numbers? I haven't seen one. I think they support reparations, but I don't know if they support these huge numbers. But I don't know. And this being a deficit year, this yeah. is just, I don't think, I think Newsom knows. Not a good time to talk about this. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640 Live, everywhere the iHeartRadio. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. 
Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Well, we turn now to the Nashville mass shooting from Monday where a 28-year-old by the name of Audrey Hale opened fire at a private school and killed children and adults. Uh, one update today, there's several. Uh, this woman who got texted by uh, Hale right before the shooting is also telling the story that Hale was deeply affected by the death of somebody named Sidney Sims, who was killed in a car accident in August of 2022. She thinks, and her name is uh, Samira Hardcastle, that uh, Audrey Hale was infatuated with this woman, that uh, she felt very drawn to her. And after her death, Audrey was really heartbroken. Uh, I just feel like she took it differently than some of us did. She was really? still posting about she, Sydney almost daily. She took it differently. She went in and shot three nine-year-olds to death at a school. Yeah, she I took, think she's trying to what? say that this just this, helped make her mentally unbalanced. Yeah, I, no, I love this now. This is a whole uh, movement. We're going to hear about all the trauma that Audrey Hale suffered, whether you know her friend died or she wasn't uh, sure about her sexuality, and so that's what happened. No, 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 no. She was a murderer. She was a cold-blooded murderer who plotted this out for a long time. When you're to the point where you're drawing maps... And, and you had you had multiple targets, and you were going to kill your family, and you were going to go to a shopping mall, and you were going to go to this school, but there was too much security, so you went to this school. It's like, stop it. She's now we, we learned like, that she was under a doctor's care for emotional problems. So the question is, how was she able to buy all those guns? Because her parents never went to court or to the police to say. Our daughter is nuts, and we're afraid she has guns. Do something. Because they have a law uh, in, in Tennessee that would have taken the guns away. Well, Tennessee doesn't have a red flag law like other states do. But apparently there is a federal law. Oh, no, a no. finding by any court, board, commission, or other lawful authority that a person is a danger to himself or others or lacks the mental capacity to contract or manage his own affairs. Well, Tennessee has a law that says anyone who's declared a mental defective cannot purchase a firearm in the first place. Can you imagine that phrase, mental defective? Yeah. That's actually a, uh, a real term in Tennessee law. Yeah, but as, as commonly known, the red flag law they don't have, which allows police to seize the guns of individuals that are elevated risk of harming themselves. But under Tennessee law, I guess there's something more generic. Anyone who's been deemed mental well, defective cannot purchase a firearm in the first place. But what's what's considered mental defective, right? That sounds kind of that sounds more severe than just somebody who's got emotional problems. Well, I don't know that they should have reported her problems to everyone and undergo an evaluation and then take the guns away anyway. The parents should have taken away the guns. They, well, I, they didn't know. They took her oh, word for it that she didn't have guns. Oh, that's, oh well, that's, that's, that's nonsense. Those parents are morons, absolute morons. The mother was they, a big anti-gun person. Right, so. and, and, the, and, and the daughter has seven guns in the house, and Miss Anti-Gun Mother has no idea. Well, she's yeah, twenty eight. I guess you don't search well, her room. Like I guess she's a teenager. Look, but. when you know there that that there's a gun around to begin with, and that your daughter is is in the should be in the crazy bin, 
you definitely, it's your obligation. She's living in your house. You've got to go through all her stuff. If somebody's crazy and they have a gun, you've got to do something about it. Enough of this. And I think no the, real, the real concern for the parents was she was suicidal. So more than just shooting up a school, they probably should have at least been concerned she was going to kill herself because that's what most people thought she was about. Well, wouldn't that be enough to to get rid of the guns in the house? Yes, it should be and, enough. I mean, but, uh, I mean, they didn't want her to own a gun. And did it ever occur to parents that everybody lies, including your own kids? When somebody yeah. is, is mentally ill or somebody is, seems to be on the edge of doing something unusual, that they are going to lie to cover it up, that they're not going to come up to you and tell you, you know, I have suicidal thoughts, you know, I have murderous thoughts. They're not going to do that. I don't understand people. NPR explains that being under a doctor's care alone wouldn't have met the threshold to stop the sale of weapons to hail under Tennessee law. They have to be found by a court to pose a danger to themselves or others. Well, then you get what you do. You go to court. You make a stink about it. Oh, our parents would have had to do that or somebody. That's you know, the right. Doctor well, or... That's yes, exactly. Parents go to a doctor. Parents make a big stink. You go to the police. You do you do a search of the room at the very least. Don't don't sit there and just watch reality shows and scroll on uh, Facebook. Get no. up and do something when you got somebody in that much distress. Clearly, it she also, was in a lot of distress. It doesn't look like that she was targeting anybody specific at the school. There was just resentment that she went to this Presbyterian school years ago and uh, decided that was the target because even though she killed the head of the school, it turns out one of the reasons for that is that that woman came out to try to protect the children, and I wouldn't say confront the shooter, but put herself in the line of fire. And that's where uh, Audrey Hale killed her, because she uh, was prominently trying to make a, an effort to be, save any of the kids from being shot. Because if, if you... Because it doesn't look like... What I'm saying is Hale didn't target any specific people at the school. She was just looking for people to kill. Yeah, if, if you took her to court and they put her in a mental hospital or uh, declared her disabled because of mental illness, or she had a developmental disability or other mental incapacity, if, if a judge found this to be true, then you could be denied uh, a gun permit. Right. Th somebody has to take those steps, so well, nobody yes. did. Well, if somebody doesn't take the you know steps, how many then how the Tens of thousands of people fit under that category that nobody's taken steps to take their guns but away? They, the parents only had one of those cases in their house. You didn't have to... I'm just saying it's common. People. It's common that parents don't do this. Well, it should That's be. That's sad, but it's true. Well, if they do do it, then these shootings become less common. In almost every case, had family members made a stink about their crazy son and, and, and rifled through the room looking for the weapons, you would have prevented a lot of mass shootings. So which is it? It's one or the other. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640. We're live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. We're live from 1 till 4. After 4 o'clock, uh, you can hear the John and Ken podcast, same show. Uh, it's called John and Ken On Demand. And today, you should uh, hear because um, John Hadami was on, the deputy DA who's running for... Mm -hmm. The boss's job, running against George Gascon next year. And he announced today his candidacy. So listen to John Hatami interviewed on our 
podcast. Oh, and don't forget, we also had a chance to talk about the all-important Gwyneth Paltrow trial. So, yes. you know, that's an important update in there. We we had an Alex Stone analysis as to what was going on. And that goes to the jury. I'm on edge. Yeah. And I'm a big endorsement. What? And what? a big endorsement. And a big endorsement. From OJ. About the OJ. Oh, that's the OJ right. Audio. <laughs> the surprise OJ audio. Oh, Supporting yes. Gwyneth, saying that accidents happen. People collide on ski trails. He was on that ski trail with Nicole. Oh, yeah. Hard no. to believe he said that, but that, he did. That was a great moment. So it's all on the podcast coming up after uh, 4 o'clock. John, again, on demand on the iHeart app. I am getting nervous over this Mark Ridley Thomas jury, though. I don't know. I definitely think they're hung. I don't know on how many of the charges are what, well, but I think that's what's going on there, that they cannot yeah. come up with the unanimous verdicts. Yeah, whenever it takes too long. I can't believe they would all declare him innocent on all the charges. I know. I mean, he's... Uh, uh, well, as you know, I have a hierarchy of creatures. I used to call it animals, but you think about it because it goes all the way to spiders and bugs, and so the hierarchy is creatures, right? Right, yeah, not other, just Other than people. Or there's, well, I have a hierarchy of people, but we won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's skip that for that. Yeah. By name, too. right? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can, I can name the hierarchy. Start from uh, the bottom up. Very high on my hierarchy of creatures, and I would think most people would agree is the dolphin. I, you know, I went to one of those and I, I felt bad about it because I don't, you know, they're, they're captive. I think one of the casinos in Vegas has a little dolphin interactive thing you can mm. go to where they swim around, they come up to you and you can throw some fish at them or something like that. It was, it was fun though. I did that once. It was years ago. But um, the reason they're in the news, and this is just awful, and I, I think this is the whole selfie social media thing. 33 swimmers, and this was in Hawaii, were harassing a pod of dolphins. They were actively pursuing the dolphin pod. They were trying to corral them. Uh, they were trying to, these were spinner dolphins. And the dolphins are trying to swim away, but the snorkelers kept following them. There's actual video of this because apparently they had a helicopter patrol in this uh, bay where this happened on a Hawaiian island. And they see, you can see the swimmers, some big fat ball guy trying to swim towards the poor dolphins. It's always that guy. Well, I can see his bald head in the in the picture. Yeah, I know. Here. I mean, that's it's, it's men and women. I can see them. I don't know whether or not they got cameras or what they got because, uh, you know, that, and I don't think it's hard to bring a camera with you when you're snorkeling. But I suspect they're looking for some really firsthand interactive experience that they can document. So they want to get as close as they can to the dolphins. It is against the federal law to swim within fifty yards of spinner dolphins in Hawaii's nearshore waters. I mean, this is the one place on the planet you can go where you can get a real close-up experience with fish. Did you ever go? What did you have? You been to Hawaii? I don't think you have. Have you? Oh, I did. Yeah, I went to Maui twice. Okay, all right. But where did you ever go in one of those bays where you can sort of wait around and there's all the colorful fish swimming around your feet? It's I did cool. that somewhere else. I think when we went to the Galapagos Islands. Oh, okay. I went. Yeah. Uh, uh, That's always fascinating. Yes, yeah, snorkeling. Right. And. Oh, okay. uh, because I, I came face to face with a gigantic uh, sea turtle, oh. a huge thing. I mean, I mean, almost, almost crashed into him. Scared the hell out of me. Oh, and sharks were swimming around me. Little mini sharks. Yeah, the mini sharks. I had oh, that experience was, too. It's kind of cool. There was a whole swarm of them going in and out between my legs. That freaked me out too. 
Really? That was the last time I went underwater. I looked in and said, that's not going to hurt me. I'm not uh, hurt tiny little shark. In the moment, I didn't know. They but said just... this disrupts the animal's sleep. Uh, they're nocturnal. So they're up at night and they sleep during the day, but Imagine this is that. when this is happening. You're floating around trying to sleep and uh, these uh, fat bald guys come <laughs> floating in and... Trying to grab start, you, start, trying to molest you. Try to start waving at you. And they do have underwater cameras. Yeah. That, that you can use. They feast on fish and small crustaceans that surface from the ocean's depths at night. But when the sun rises, they head for the shallow bays to hide from the tiger sharks and other predators. While the dolphins appear to be awake during the day because they're swimming, they're actually resting half their brain and keeping the other half awake. I always wondered this, to surface and breathe. Mm. So that's how it's done. Yeah. I, I can do so that. So to too. those unaware, the animals may be sleeping even when they're kind of moving through the water. Why don't they take these tourists out to meet the sharks? That's a good idea. Let's see what happens. How would you like to meet a really hungry <laughs> shark? We have, a, we have a large pack of sharks. Maybe you want to get a selfie with those guys? Yeah. How would you like an interactive experience where they tear <laughs> off half your leg? <laughs> We can we can arrange that. <laughs> An interactive experience. Yes, very up close and personal. Hey, where's your leg? Oh, I had choose to... the appendage that you don't mind being torn off <laughs> by a hungry shark. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, I, I just suspect it's always about you. Know, I want to show people. Look at how close yeah. I was to the dolphin. Aren't I great? Yeah, nobody wants to see it anyway. Hey, Conway's here. Hey, I just saw a little bit of that story. Are people in trouble because they swam with dolphins? Okay, they were annoying the dolphins. They were annoying. According to the dolphins? Yeah, they could, they're supposed to sleep well, during the day. And they, yeah, they're these... sleeping, and they're chasing after them, and yeah. they're bumping up against them, and they're trying to hug them and, uh, you know, play with them. Yeah. I see. All right. Yeah. And uh, this is dolphin sleep time. Okay. All right. You should learn That's something, That's where Tim. we are in life. Okay. All right. Mammoth Mountain has the record rainfall, uh, uh, snowfall. They've never had um, this much snow. 698 inches of snow. That's a lot. Yeah. And I love the guys still walking around going, no, we're not even close to out of the drought. <laughs> no. It hasn't affected it at all. They ought to collect all that snow melt. Yeah, and and uh, and stick it in the yards of the people who deny that uh, we're, uh, we're doing okay. Uh, more than 40 Inglewood businesses are going to be relocated under an, uh, an eminent domain uh, agreement to bring in rapid transit to SoFi and um, what else is there? Uh, the Forum. Kia yeah. Forum, right? Kia. Yeah. yeah. And then the uh, parrot is reunited with that Santa Ana family. Remember that parrot was stolen? No. Somebody stole a parrot. Oh, yeah. yeah, the parrot's back with the owner. After a 65 or uh, 50, I think it's a 65-year-old parrot. Parrots aren't very high in my hierarchy. Do you know where there's a huge... <laughs> don't care about them. <laughs> ...collection of parrots in Santa Monica? Yeah, birds are not very high. I don't like most birds at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I've never had a bird. There's, there's a huge collection of parrots that uh, fly around a certain neighborhood in Santa Monica. In Burbank, Stay too. with me. I, I have the time. Yes. I, I have them They're very the noisy. Yeah, they're extremely noisy. Yeah, and, and they keep breeding, and the, and the flock gets larger They're green, and larger. right, John? They're yes. green? Yeah, yes. I, I have the same flock in Burbank. I don't know if it's the same flock, but you know where they're from? There's two stories. One yeah. is a um, a pet store burned down, so they let all the birds out before the pet store burned down. <laughs> and the second okay. story is when they closed Bush Gardens uh, on Roscoe and the 405, they just let the birds go. Yeah. And they've been multiplying and multiplying. But, man, there yeah. are hundreds in Burbank. 
And, and, really? and, yeah. and when you're sleeping, you know, at, at, at six, seven o'clock in the morning, they come by. You want to just kill them. Oh, yeah, no, they, 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 they really make a loud. racket. Yes. Uh, All right. So we're down on parrots. Well, I, I think they're beautiful, <laughs> except for when I, it's 6 a.m. I don't like the 6 a.m. <laughs> That's a good point. It's so scary. now you don't understand how the dolphins feel. It's, they're trying but, to sleep. Well, why don't the parrots go swim with the dolphins? <laughs> Take care Big of both of, both the crews. All right. Conway's uh, coming Big up. Dog. Big show. Mark yeah. Bronner with the news yeah. line. Yeah. 24-hour KFI Newsroom. All right. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.